You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the professional on the go. Let's get it. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I am your host, John Waters. Hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Hope you were able to get out there and take advantage of some of this amazing weather. <laughs> At least that's the story out here in Northern Kentucky. So the last couple of weeks we've been dealing with some crazy snow and ice. This weekend, I mean, it really couldn't have gone any better for what, not even springtime yet. So we did have quite a bit of rain, but the exchange of that rain was some nice warm weather. You know, even with the rain, it was still wet a nice 60 degrees easily. It may not get much better than that. So anyways, like I said, hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys did something amazing with your time. The audio did not skip. I actually did stutter that time. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, yeah, today's episode is going to be about taking your shot. So the last week or so, I don't know what's been going on, but I've been seriously doing my homework on basketball. Now, if you know me in general, you know I don't really like basketball. I won't say I don't like it, but I don't play it. You know, I enjoy watching and I enjoy, you know, seeing other people be great, but that's not really my sport. And I thought it was pretty interesting. I was in the car. Let's see. Ah, what day was that? Yep. Don't remember the day, but I was doing my usual, you know, driving, listening to some audios and uh, what are those things called? Interviews and, you know, speeches and things like that. And I listened to my guy. Eric Thomas. Now, when I say my guy, I mean that very loosely. I don't really know the man, but as much as I've listened to him, you would think I did. So he was talking about, you know, uh, I don't remember who he was talking to, but he was talking about, you know, greatness, obviously. And he was talking about people not really doing their thing and getting out there and living their dreams and being the best version of themselves they could possibly be. And how instead they may be spending their time watching other people do it. You know, they don't miss a game when their favorite athlete is out there. They don't miss, you know, the opportunity to keep score on their favorite team. And he said, I get it. I get it. You enjoy watching because you love seeing that person that you do or that you like do what they do. You love seeing someone else get out there and be great. And he says, because we are attracted to their greatness, because we have greatness in us, too. And we're attracted to that. We love when we see someone else killing it. Not necessarily killing it. He didn't say that. But (laughs) we love when we see someone else out there putting in the work and doing great things. And that's attracted to us. And I thought that was pretty interesting because, like I said, that week I had been spending a lot of time watching, you know, clips and reruns. I was starting off the week listening to, who was that, Kobe Bryant. Then I was, like, really fascinated. I started watching Scottie Pippen. Now, I know that may be a little unusual. You may be like, why would you watch Scottie Pippen? Well, I started off watching things about Michael Jordan. And then it just got me really curious because people were talking about the greatest team, you know, potentially one of the greatest teams who ever touched the floor. And I was like, well, who else was there? I mean, it couldn't have just been Michael. And I'm not naive. I did grow up watching a little bit. But my memory is so, like, slight when it comes to that. I was extremely young, so... But I'm not saying that I was unaware of Scotty. I just, when you think of the Bulls, you think Michael Jordan. But I was watching some of Scotty's clips and he was amazing. That guy was amazing. And then, anyways, <laughs> I was just thinking about how Eric Thomas was right. I mean, I was just astounded at how awesome these guys were on the floor. You know, they were a force to be reckoned with. But anyways, the fear of missing out was really the biggest thing. 
that I wanted to talk about today. So, whew, last week I uh, spent some time with some friends, which is highly unusual. I usually don't get out very much, but I did. And um, someone reached out to me. They were in a very interesting position. And so I went to go see what was going on. And they were telling me about a situation at their work and things like that. And without getting into detail, I was just listening in. It occurred to me that the thing they were, you know, that they potentially were dealing with the most was just fear. And so the reason they called me is because I have a little bit of experience in that, that arena and that, you know, that thought process, you know, the idea that, you know, this isn't potentially the place that's serving me the best. I don't feel like I'm being appreciated or I don't feel like my value is being recognized. What do I do? You know, I've been there. And granted, it was a little different for me, but I understood some of the thought process that goes into the idea of considering leaving where you are to pursue something potentially better. You know what I mean? And so I was honored that they called me. And so I listened, you know, and again, it just came down to fear ended up being the answer. And it was understandable. I mean, there's fear of a lot of things, fear of missing out, the fear of, you know, not really knowing the unknown, the fear of what if I do this and it's too much, you know, what if I do this and another opportunity never comes and now I'm just stranded. And again, going back to Eric Thomas in a second. So when I left my, you know, full-time job that I did have, that was one of the things that was on my mind too, fear. Like, oh my gosh, what happens if I do this and everything falls apart? What happened if I do this and the thing that I expect to happen doesn't happen? What happened if I do this and I, you know, have a great time for a few months doing what I love to do, but then I had a drought, you know, all these crazy things, not so much crazy because it makes sense to think like that. I feel like it's very rational to consider the things that could go wrong before you just jump in there and just start doing. But I think it's also irrational to be so fearful that it stops you from doing anything, especially when the alternative is to just be extremely unhappy where you are. And so one of the things I asked in response to this is, what do you find more painful? Would you be more upset in the long run if you stayed there and you were miserable and you missed out on, you know, potentially getting to a place where you were valued? Or would you find it more painful if you left this place and you went and did what you wanted and it didn't work out and you weren't able to come back? And the biggest question I was really interested in is, where do both of these answers fit in your overall big picture? Because if you have an overall big picture, it makes it a little easier to decide what it is you should be doing. And if this place or this opportunity that you're currently involved in is actually worth the time. But uh, anyways, going back to sports, <laughs> I uh, stumbled upon a quote and I couldn't decide who it was from. So I definitely had to check out Google. But it was talking about missed shots. And so the quote said, we miss 100% of the shots we don't take. And the final verdict was Wayne Gretzky said that. And I guess Michael Jordan may have said it later, but Wayne Gretzky probably said it first. I'm not a historian. Either way, I like the quote. And I thought it was very applicable because it's very true. I can't tell you guys, you know, what life would be like had I not decided to go all in. What I can say is that when I did decide to go all in, life happened for me. You know, I no longer had to worry about if this was going to work out or if that was going to work out. The opportunity started coming a lot more frequently than they were when I was doing both jobs. And so it ended up being to my benefit to take the challenge, to take the leap, 
to, you know, jump off the edge and see what happened because life has been amazing. But not at all times. There have definitely been some trying times. And that, again, could be something else that people fear. But I think that when you know what it is you want to do, you understand the risks that come along with it. And you realize that the benefit is much greater than that. It makes it easier to take that leap. And keeping up with this same idea, I was listening to, you know, some old videos from Kobe Bryant and him talking about the Mamba mentality. And Kobe Bryant was a very aggressive, driven man. I mean, this guy had the work ethic to back it up. And he was just an amazing individual, not just on the court, though, like in person to just understand the way that he thought about situations and the way that, you know, he didn't start off being the greatest. I mean, pretty much no one did. They all had their stories. But his story was very interesting to me because he started off, you know, yeah, he had the height thing going on, but he wasn't great in every aspect. He put in massive work to get there. He told this story about a hit list he had put together, not to kill people, obviously, but like to go and become, I won't say better than these individuals, but to show he deserved to be there by beating these individuals. And it was just interesting, you know, because it challenged him to work on his skills and other aspects. And it was just interesting, you know, he wasn't fearful of that event, but he knew if he wanted to get where he needed to go or where he felt that he needed to go, he had to put in the work and he had to address a lot of things head on. And it was almost like he moved with a fearless component in his life, you know? I mean, you think about the biggest stages he's been on and he was doing an interview, I forget who he was doing an interview with, but the person asked him, you know, the game's about to end, it's like three or four seconds left, do you want the ball? And he said, yes. And that's crazy, because I could think of, you know, not all of us are like that. Some people are like, yeah, I want to be on the winning team, but I don't want to be the one to take the winning shot, because what if I don't make it? You know, what if I miss it? Everyone's going to be mad at me. His approach was completely different. He said, yes, I want that ball. <laughs> he was like, he starts talking about his practice and his work ethic. He's like, to everyone else, it may seem like a rare shot. But for me, it's just another day. I've practiced this shot a thousand times. Like, that's so crazy to me. He's practiced it a thousand times. And I was thinking about, you know, the fear of walking away from things, the fear of doing what's best for you, the fear of making a decision where the outcome can be uncertain. You just have to go with your wits on it and how fearful people become at that, how challenging it can be to understand that, yeah, if I do this, I could be wrong. But like a young friend of mine said yesterday, what if it works out? What if it is great? You know, and so that was interesting to me just to see that Kobe didn't even consider the aspect that he might lose. He was just like, what happens when I make it? How much adrenaline does that send through the arena, through the stadium? And I was like, wow, wow. What if all of us took that approach? What if we said, you know, yeah, it could not work. But what happens when it does work? How exciting would that be? How many people would be more likely to do the things they really want to do if they weren't so much worried about the what if I fail, but more excited about what happens when I win. So anyways, we have to take our shots. We have to take our shots, you know, and going again with this whole basketball philosophy, as I mentioned, I have been checking out Michael Jordan. And I mean, if you want to talk about dominance and greatness and just doing your thing, you can't leave Michael Jordan out of the conversation. This guy said, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Now, I was thinking, like, is that really the mark of all great champions? You know what I mean? Because no one expects, well, I mean, maybe they do, but 
at some point they have to realize they may or may not get beaten. They may or may not lose a game, especially in basketball. Basketball is just crazy to me. I mean, these guys go out there and they play their hearts out and they really do have to have a, you know, short-term memory when it comes to those losses. They have to be able to take the lessons but move on, you know? <laughs> and that's just wild to me. The same thing can be said for football. I spoke about that, I think, a week or so ago. But just being able to fail and then come right back like it never happened and still believe you deserve to be there. Still believe that you are the best thing happening in your position when you step on the field. That's just amazing to me. Amazing to me. So again, if we can learn anything from athletes, you know, it's to be fearless. Fearless in pursuit of our goals. Because what is fear besides something we make up in our mind that hasn't even happened yet? I mean, it's been said often that fear has a couple of meanings. I am just going to say my favorite one. You know that fear can stand for face everything and rise. And really, that's what we have to do. We have to face everything and rise. Because if not, we run the risk of living a life of mediocrity. We run the risk of living a life that was just okay. We run the risk of, you know, even worse, getting older, looking back over our lives with nothing but regret. So if I could, you know, challenge you to do anything is to take the risk. Take the risk, you know, go get what you want, go get what you deserve. Because if you fail, average will always be there. You know, that was one thing that was comforting to me. Living in the area that I live in, I know that I'm blessed. I know that if I pursue my dreams and they just so happen to bust and I don't make it for, for whatever reason, which to me is just not an option. But I know that if that was ever to happen, I could just get a regular job. <laughs> I could go live a regular freaking life. Like it's crazy to me when I think about my life currently and I think about how stressful it can be and how I really have no right to complain. Because at the end of the day, I realize I put myself here. Like the things that I'm stressing about today are things I prayed for yesterday. These are things that I wish I had the problem of having. Uh, one of my favorite rappers, Fabulous, he's a great punchline artist. He said that new levels bring new devils. And I was thinking that's so true. I mean, you see all these quotes all the time that talk about every level of life will require a different version of yourself. And I think, again, that's so true because the old me couldn't handle the life that I have today. He didn't know enough. He wasn't confident enough. He was too fearful. But the new me, he can't handle the challenges of next year, you know? But I'm getting to that person. I'm getting there. But it all starts with realizing that no matter what, I can face it. <laughs> and we face everything around here. And we don't back down. We handle it. And I challenge you guys to do the same thing. So whatever it is you're considering, especially if you feel it in your gut and it keeps you up at night and you know, you know, like, Everything in you just knows that if I do this, if I do this, excuse me, <laughs> life will be better. Not easier, but better. All right, so that's all I have for you guys today. Again, shoot your shot. Don't sit on the sidelines. Don't just watch other people live their great life. You only get one shot at this, literally, literally. I know we hear people talk about, you know, getting attacked and they survive and people blinking out or being on the verge of death and they're brought back. But I'm telling you, not so many people are gonna get those replays. You know what I'm saying? You need to live like you only get one time at this because more than likely you do. So again, Take care of yourself. Do what's best for you. Take your shot. If you enjoy this show, please like, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Tell your friends about it. 
Yeah, as always, keep pushing. Great to support.